Hey everyone, welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast. We're on episode number 46 and I am joined by another fantastic guest. I have Cynthia, who is the owner and founder of Smoothie Bombs. It was an idea which was started by Cynthia just to try and get some healthy nutrients into her daughter before school. And before she knew it, the single mother of two had started a business which is now booming and is bringing in over $1 million in online sales. It hasn't been all plain sailing for Cynthia and the Smoothie Bomb crew, and we go into detail about cyber squatting, which you guys should all be aware of, especially startups. And Cynthia offers some tips and helpful advice so that you don't have to go through the legal battle she went through. It was so much fun chatting to Cynthia, and she had so much information. It's a great story, and the products are just amazing. So for now, just chill out, switch off, and enjoy episode number 46. Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. We'll just go for it, because I love the rawness. I've been following a podcast, um, Progressive Entrepreneur, Ooh. and he has the, the pre-conversations of where they're putting the mics on people, and you actually get a great conversation. A lot of stuff going on there. Correct. So let's just go for it. Yeah, um, I'm up for it. Perfect. So welcome to episode number 46. I'm in Port Melbourne in the offices of Smoothie Bombs. Absolutely. the founder, Cynthia. So thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. And... Before we crack on, because I like to talk, and you said you like to talk, yes, I'm going to let, this is your podcast, <laughs> what is Smoothie Bombs, what is your story, and what is the word cyber squatting that the listeners are going to be talking about, okay. listening about today? There's a lot going on with the cyber squatting, but before we get to that, yes. I'll talk to you a bit more about how I came up with Smoothie yes, Bombs. Yes, please. Now, I was a 42-year-old single mum, I'd just gone back to uni, I'd I just finished, I did a four-year degree in nutrition, and my 13-year-old, 12, 13-year-old at home was my biggest problem. She was not eating, she was fussy, she was going off to school without breakfast, she would not be eating at lunch, and it drove me nuts, because I'd done all this, I had fresh knowledge about what nutrition was about, and I couldn't even get my own daughter to do it, and I'm like, how do I sort Mm -hmm. this out? And so, the idea of putting together all these different ingredients and then in a ball so that she could you know ultimately I was thinking I want her to be able to make her own smoothie she's 13 I'm not I'm not gonna you know be be over nurturing she needs to know how to do it so if I'm running out the door to do something she can make her own smoothie and she'll love it so that was the concept of it being compact and really easy to do um I tried it we did a chocolate flavor I did a chocolate flavor first just at home i let her have a go of it, you know what, she liked it. So she would be going to school, I'd put it in a drink, she'd have this like, what she thought was a chocolate um, milkshake, yep. but it was a smoothie. And it kind of like, like it really helped her. She was feeling better at mm-hmm. school, she was starting to eat. Um, she told her friends, her friends started wanting them, uh, okay, so I'd yep. make little bags and give it to them friends. I did a lot of work at the time um, in clinics, so I was giving it off to, to customers that I had there. But also, I had friends who owned uh, cafes because I'd worked previously in my previous life. Mm-hmm. I'd worked in lots, lots of hospitality. Yep. So I knew a lot of people, and I said, Hey, you know what? I've got these things. Do you want to try? And a few of them took it and they thought, Hey, you know what? This is really fantastic. It's really helping our 
our time management in the back end yeah, okay. of making so smoothies. So all you had to do is just throw one of these bombs. And a piece of yeah. fruit and it was yep. easy and they had all the, then on the menu they could say there were 10 ingredients yeah, in there okay. and it was easy. Yep. So, uh, you know, initially it solved my family problem but it became a food service problem. I mean a, a food yeah. service product that, um, you know, ended up being, I think at its peak before I turned it into the product that's in the tube now I think at its peak it was in something like 30 cafes in okay. Melbourne that were using it which were awesome like to me I thought that was I thought that was a business and were you hand rolling the balls yes yeah right yes. wow Jesus I was hand rolling the balls at that stage I had uh, spoken to a friend of mine who had a bistro her um her staff would come in at midday but she said to me hey if you want to come in and use my kitchen my mm-hmm. commercial kitchen between 7 and 12, you're welcome to because I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I'm doing all the book work. You can come in and use my kitchen. Then you can Perfect. comply with all the requirements. Yep. I went, that's awesome. So I went in there, was making the balls then. I was also making, because I was in cafes, I started going, what else can I do? So I was making uh, raw cakes, like a sliced cakes that I was okay. making a variety of cakes. They were really popular. So I'd got into that, and that to me was a business. Now, really, I wasn't doing that much. Yep. I was still working at night um, in a gym as a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. I still had clients. I was kind of juggling a lot of things, which was the way I'd been used to living as a single mum yeah. and bringing up the kids. I always, always had three or four jobs on the go, like just my, my fingers and everything, <laughs> so I could yep. just have had my bills paid, yep. you know. That was the, that survival mode that I had. So that was, I was still in that mode. Um, but then I realised that, you know, I had a lot of people saying to me, you know, those bombs that you got, at the time they were called nutrition bombs. Okay. So I had, a, uh, I had the chocolate one and I'd, I had the chocolate one. And people were saying, you know, you should really look, I'd love to buy those from, from you. And I thought, you know what, that, that would be actually not a bad idea, but yeah. how do I do it? How the hell do yep. I do it? Like, you know, I can do friends, but I didn't have that really big vision of going, how can I get this big? So I started, you know, I came up with the idea of putting it in a tube because I liked the idea of that. I did, you know, I went on to um, Alibaba. This was back in uh, 2011, 2012, which was like... So you were there before Alibaba was actually... The famous Alibaba. Yeah, they were starting, like and you know what? Like, it yeah. was really hard to use that platform because yeah. you could barely speak wow. to communicate. But I, I remember taking this huge risk. I put an order in, got the art, artwork done, and sent off the money. And then just thought, like I think I'd ordered the first order of the chocolate ones were three thousand tubes, and I thought, oh, wow. I don't know who I've sent these. <laughs> like, am I ever going to get this money back? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like because three. I think it was something like three thousand dollars, and I thought. That's a lot of money for me. Good effort. Just just to give it away and just hopefully it will come. I'll get the, I'll get something. And when they arrived, it was awesome. Fantastic. So we did get them. Because I'm still waiting for a pair of jeans that I uh, paid for when I was 17. So they've never arrived. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> like, you know, when you're starting out, now scary. I've learned all these tricks about that. Well, like uh, when you buy something uh, in another country, you're not sure of. Make sure you do a Google uh, search of like. Put the address in and do a, a Google Earth yeah, search okay, and yep. see if it really exists. <laughs> yes, yes. If people it. are not on a forum, but at the time, it. you know what? You just, you just like. It's funny how somehow you just focus and you go. This is what I've got mm-hmm. to do. I'm just going to follow through and find it. And so these tubes arrived, 
by then we'd moved, we'd actually got here, we got this uh, location. Yeah, okay. A friend of mine was using, um, had told me that a chef and another company was here and they had some space and that I could share it with them. Okay. So I moved into a, a different place which became, I could leave stuff here, I got all the equipment. Yeah, okay. And so really from there, it grew. It just grew by, um, initially I... Had, we got two flavours because the cafes were all going, the chocolate's great, can we have another flavour? We tried a whole lot of different, like I, I wanted to do a green one and we had some pretty crazy kind yeah, of okay. outcomes that didn't work. I think at one point I had I was baking kale and then grinding it mm. in the blender and it was like so it. bad. <laughs> but I thought, how do I do this? I'm going to do a green one. So really, I kind of learnt the recipes by by trial and error yeah. and, and worked it out. I think I've got that that kind of skill where I know what things work. Yeah, okay. So I did, you know, we got through a lot of processes and then eventually, you know, I had it, I was hand roll, rolling them. We got a couple of good jobs. I got a really big job. I think it was the end of 2014 where this is a, a funny story that um, the, uh, a, the palace in Dubai put in an order for two, I think it was a thousand of each flavour of the chocolate and of the green. And we were hand rolling them at the time and they wanted their, it was for Christmas. Yeah, okay. I think wow. a thousand or two thousand of each. It was like an enormous amount. And I was like, <laughs> okay, we're, we're going to have to, you know, get friends in to help yep. roll this. And at the same time, it didn't, like I was just going, we're sending it overseas and we're hand rolling it. You know, we're sealing them in these little bags. Yeah. This is not okay. This is like, you know, I have to raise to the next level yeah. because, yes, it's going in, but if I'm starting to go into other countries, I'm going to have to make sure that yeah, everything's done right. You don't want the right. prince of Dubai to get a hair or a nail you want to make it right. <laughs> yeah. no, we were doing all the right things. Yeah. Don't get, we had all the nets yeah. and we had all the, all the requirements because we had to do that here. We had a commercial kitchen. That's so... Fair. We were doing all that right, but still, it's that whole thing of going, you know, it's it's manufactured by hand. We're not we're, we were sealing them with a little like there was air get getting yeah, okay, in, yeah. into the bags. Like I knew that, so well, we need to move on. So we I shipped. I actually had a little bag of ingredients and went around to a lot of a lot of different manufacturers. Yeah, okay. A lot of them just said no <laughs> outright. They yep. just looked at the ingredients. One one manufacturer even went as far as saying. Oh, my wife would use that as compost. Like, what do you like? There's no way you're going to turn that into what you're going to turn it in into. Like, it's too soft. It won't go through our, our machines. You know, forget it, love. Like, you basically. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. I'm gonna. There's got to be a way to find a manufacturer. And finally, I found a little manufacturer that had um, that was growing, mm -hmm. and they just said, you know what. We really like you, and we reckon that you've got a really good idea. We, you know, we'll have to see if we can refine it to make it work through our processes. Yeah. But let's give it a go. And luckily, they did because they helped me get to the next level. Fantastic. And I learnt a lot through going through a manufacturer because it's very different from hand making mm. something for them, and then it going through yeah. the process. People mm -hmm. don't know that, like the recipe changes. Mm. Because, you know, when you're doing it by hand, you know, you can you, you can put more coconut oil. When you're yeah. putting it through a machine, it doesn't know that. Yeah. Machine, the machine's hot, <laughs> the coconut oil will lose more. Like, there's all these different things that happen when you're 
changing yep. how you make things. So, you know, we went through all that. And really, uh, I suppose the next big thing that was kind of coming up in conjunction with it all is that we jumped on the social media bandwagon yeah, pretty okay. early. We, you know, I had, uh, I had my daughter who... By then she was, you know, 15 and she was getting in into Instagram and, and I was doing a bit of my own Instagram as a nutritionist. So we were kind of in that platform and I think we were really lucky because we got there when it was still really yeah, fresh yeah. and you would get a lot of the followers very quickly. And, stuff, yeah. and growth was like people just were hungry for new things. So we developed a really big following quite quickly. And people loved it, so we were doing. We did a website then, but at the time, we just didn't have the knowledge. We didn't have the understanding of how to sell online. You know, this was probably yeah, two thousand and fifteen. We we set up a website. We started to do all that. Mm-hmm. That's when that's where we get to that point where at, at you know two thousand fifteen. I went. Let's let's get a URL that's deliberately for because I already had let's, I already had nutritiondarling.com, which is yeah, okay. my nutrition yep. brand. I had that, and we were selling the smoothie bombs through there, okay. right? So, but then I thought people don't know Nutrition Darling. They did through social media, but we need to make the smoothie bombs an entity all on its own and make it strong, so we can build that. Mm-hmm. So, if, so that we can split them. Yeah. So. Nutrition Darling can be separate to Smoothie Moms. So we went out, I went out and bought the URL and I, I bought the Smoothie Moms. Yeah. I thought, because we are the Smoothie Moms. It sounds strong. Again, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I did know enough to Google the name and know that no one else owned it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's, that's mine. So, and I didn't realise that someone can get smoothiebombs.com even though I've got the smoothie bombs. That doesn't make sense to me. It's like, you know what? It's the same name. You shouldn't be allowed allowed to get it. But anyway, I yep. didn't know. So I just thought, you know, I'll go along with that name and I, you know, followed on and... and um, this is where the story gets very interesting. This is where it gets this, interesting, this, doesn't it? Yeah. So we, we're building up the brand. And of course, along the way, we're starting to see what I call copycats, like, I know, oh, okay, yep. when I talk to, uh, to to lawyers and things, they call them competitors. I, I look at it in a different way, yeah. but I get it, I get it, yeah. but they, they're competitors. Healthy competition. Healthy yeah. competition. Yeah. And you know, initially I was very, when I started to see them pop up, we mm-hmm. had a couple that were really close to the bone. Yeah. Um, like same recipes, same packaging, stuff like that. Totally. Okay. And and the, the thing about this particular brand that had that, they had met me and had tried to buy into the company yeah, and okay. I had said no. Right, yeah. And then they've gone off and done it with a lot of inside in information. Yeah, okay. So to me that was, you know, a little bit cheeky. But as I've grown in, in business, I've realised that, you know what, that's just, that's, that's business. That is business. Everyone does it. Um, there's a podcast that I listen to called, um, it's an American podcast called, um, Business Wars. I don't know if you've, I, I've you've got, got to listen same, to it. Yeah, I've got Business Wars and Sports Wars. Um, business Wars is amazing yeah, because okay. it talks right back, like the really big ones like yeah. Coke and Pepsi and how they've been kind of, uh, there's a lot of brands in that yeah, particular podcast. Yeah, I need podcast. to get through them. I've, I've got them on sale. And you kind of listen to it and you just go, this has been going on forever. Yeah. 
people find an idea if they see a, a product that they like and they go you know what I can do it better or I'm I'm just going to do one of those as well and, and see where I go that's mm. you know that's part of being in business and what that taught me really early on was that I have to focus on what's unique about what we have yeah, okay. because the product is only one part of what you've got yeah correct yeah. what you've got the brand is different <laughs> And so that, what that taught me when I started to see these brands coming up and, you know, some were copying the, the concept, but some had even started using the name. Right. Wow. Right. So I found one in the US that was literally calling the product Smoothie Bombs. And I had done IP in Australia on mm-hmm. my own. I'd got online and worked out how to do it because I'd I just gone, love this story. Yeah. I'd yeah. gone to speak to... Um, lawyers and you know it was that i've been quoted like ten thousand fifteen thousand to do australia and they'd also said you know if you're gonna do australia you're gonna do mm-hmm. the the us new zealand canada and that it seemed an enormous amount and i was like i was starting out and even though i really believed in my product i just thought how am i going to give that money i don't yeah. even have that money myself so it's hard so of course like I do with most things. I just went in there and I just thought, I'm gonna learn how it's done. And I rang um, IP Australia and someone on the other other side of the phone said, you know, you kinda can do it on your own. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, and he goes, yeah, you can. You just gotta, you just gotta, you know, it's not that hard. I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna give it a go. And so I did, I did Australia on my own. I basically worked out the categories. I probably over overdid it. I probably did more categories than I needed to yep. do. I just kind of thought, make sure I'm covering yeah, okay. all those things. So I did the Australian one, and I found out about the there's a thing called the Madrid Protocol, which has got a lot of other countries. There's a um, World International uh, Intellectual Property Organization. So there's that website that you go in there. So once you've got the Australian one. <laughs> You can literally carry that in upgrade to and the upgrade to all yeah, the yeah. other ones. And it's got, it's got fees and all these things involved. But once you get your head around how that works, you can kind of Impressive. do it, right? Yeah. And some countries, like the US, you apply for it there, but then they'll come back and go, uh, this isn't correct because we don't have those categories. So then you've got to go back and talk to them and change it. So I yeah, did a okay. lot of that, which I got a US lawyer to fix up my US one. So that's a lot of stuff behind that as well. But so this, going back to this one person that was using uh, my name on social media, using the smoothie bombs and had um, pictures, she'd actually used a picture of mine and just taken the bomb off. And I was like, (laughs) right. You know, so I sent her a quick email saying, listen, uh, you actually can't, can't use my name at the time, I didn't know that actually she, she was allowed to because I hadn't got the US okay. Wow. Uh, okay. IP yeah. yet. This is like just before I'd done the U. I I thought that having it in Australia was fine. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I came back at her going, you can't do that and you can't use my photos. And she, and you know, you, you can't, ch- you got to change the name. She did. She actually changed the, the name, so which was great. I <laughs> thought, and she was a young girl that was rolling balls at home. And I thought, yeah, she's okay. not a threat. Yep. She's fine. Um, but of course, like in a year, a year later, I, I see her tagging smoothie bombs again on, on, uh, Instagram and suddenly like 
her brands like come up bigger and I'm like she's she's had investment she's had she's got this idea she's had an interest in the year then yeah she's had some she's getting some interest there so I thought well that's uh that's interesting I have to I have to keep an eye on her now and make sure that she doesn't do do anything that's incorrect using my name and that's when I went I've got to get this US I've got to get it all done because I need to make sure that my name is protected Mm. because that that's all you can do you can't you can't do uh, patents on, on, on food like this. I wish you could yeah. because then it would be you great, yeah. but you can't. So it's not like you're developing something that you can create that. So all I've, all I've got is the brand name yeah. that I, I can protect. So that's what I thought, that's what I've got to do. I've got to make sure I do, so I did Europe, I did um, New Zealand, Korea, the uh, US, um, I did them because I thought they're the one, they're the places where I'll be a lot of. I didn't, I didn't do China because I think even if you've got, even if you've got IP, I don't think it matters. <laughs> but I probably yeah. should. I probably should. But um, so I went along and uh, and I thought that that was all good. I stopped her. She, I found out when I I did apply for my um, for that particular uh, for the IP in the US. She applied for it as well, but she applied for Smoothie Bomb, thinking that she'll get the one without the S. Ah, okay. And of course, it was it didn't go through because she must have just like she was probably advised or they she got stopped. I don't know what what it was. I because I'd carried it through from Australia, I had more. You had a bit more strength. More strength, yeah. and I had the history there. So, and I'd already been selling in the US. So I'd been selling in the US online through the website so there's, there was a history of me selling it there from 2014 to 15 so I had some something yep. to to kind of hold on to and that look that went through and that was all fine and so again I thought you know the the um the business was growing everything was great I, I don't even bother to look at the competitors because yeah. I to me it's like what I need to focus on is what I'm doing and getting the brand name out and and creating a community. That's what I what my drive is and showing people that this is something that will really be great for them. But then I got I think earlier in 2019 I got a um, couple of emails from a couple of my customers saying Some, something's up. Do you know someone? You know that your name's being used. And I thought that's not possible, right? Because how, how could someone be using my name? And I went in there and did, without the, did smoothiebombs.com, and of course it redirected to this competitor's brand. Yeah, wow. And her website, I'm like, how's that possible? Now take a few steps back. Over probably the those two or three years from 2015 when I bought the Smoothie Bombs initially, I would periodically get emails from, I suppose, scalpers yep. saying, hey, we own smoothiebombs.com. Would you like to buy it for $3,000 or $5,000? Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd always go back going, no thanks. Like, I didn't realise that was a what? business until last yeah. year. It's cr- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think they're looking at making that illegal too right. now. I think they've kind of cottoned on that it's not okay to do that. But... I was getting a lot, a lot of that coming through, and 
it's funny, I'd spoken just before I found out about what was going on with my URL, I'd spoken to another e-commerce person and I said, you know, I keep getting these things and, and she said, you know what, you should just offer them like 500 bucks. Mm. They're, they're doing it for money. Yeah. They would have bought it for what, 12, $12 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so you should just offer them, like it's probably a good idea that you have it. This is what this e-commerce person had told me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I should. And I'd, you know, I hadn't had an email for a while. Yeah. So I thought maybe next time they come yeah, through, I'll okay. go, hey, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll give Quite you 500 for bucks yeah. for it, you know, and I'll get it. But I hadn't had one. And then this happened with this competitor who was suddenly redirecting traffic. Now, when I saw that, I thought, oh, that's just dirty playing. That's just bad because that company doesn't sell in Australia, yet they were running ads in Australia. Right. Like even from their website, you can't buy to ship to Australia. So they had no need to be in Australia. Yeah, okay, they just wanted to take all market share away from you. Kind they of would, and, and because I was... Um, by then, in 2018, I was starting to get into the US market. I was in Anthropology, which was is a very cool kind of homeware oh, cool. yeah. store. I, you know, I think I was in 36 stores. I'd, um, I was selling online a lot to the US. There. The US, next to Australia, is one of our biggest uh, online customer yeah. base. Like, we're getting wow. a lot of sales from there. So I was already, I had my feet in, in there. So I think she, well, the brand was just going, you know what, let's, let's see what we can do to yeah. pull. So I, of course, when I saw that redirection, I quickly sent an email going, look, I've done a bit of research. <laughs> Me again. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, a, that's a little, that's illegal what yeah. you're doing. It's called <laughs> cyber squatting and you actually can't do it. Uh, I'm going to give you 24 hours to, to remove that, that link or I'm going to have to take legal action. Didn't hear from them. Nothing. I'm like, right, okay. And this was like in July and I was like about to go on holiday and I had, I'm had i like going, oh, so annoying. I'm going to have to deal with this because I can't let this just go because mm -hmm. it's, it's putting customers... I'm running ads in the US. Like... You know, just it's, a confusing message. It's very yeah. easy for someone just to put smoothiebombs.com. Yep. It's easy because yep. that's what the name you think. You don't think to put that yep. in the front. Yep. So I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to deal with this. So again, I sat down and went into the World Intellectual Property Organization website, which is... It may as well be Sounds in Japanese. Yeah, it may it as well be in Japanese. Sounds like one of the funniest websites. That, yeah. yeah. It's just... It's got so much... <laughs> to read yeah. you know it's like lawyers I think lawyers are amazing that they have the patience to read through what they yeah. have to read through That's probably why they charge so much so much <laughs> it's just like just get to the point mm. but there's you know it's a the website was overwhelming and mm. so I was just like how do I stop it how do I stop it surely I've got the right to stop it and they would send you to another page mm. and they'd send you on another page and said and eventually I kind of I was ringing lawyers up in Australia going can you help me with this? And a lot of, actually, a lot of lawyers were going, it's an American, it's American oh, issue. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, we, we don't know much about that law. You know, every state's got its own uh, legal thing. No, no. And I, I got a lot of rejections. I started contacting US lawyers thinking, well, you know, maybe I'll contact them. And I dealt with a bit of them and they helped me a little bit with some stuff, really expensive stuff yeah. as well. And I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. Um, 
then luckily I did find a lawyer that was really sympathetic to the situation that I was in and just said you know what I, I can I can show you what you've got to do this is the application you need to fill out and funnily enough I already had it on my I'd seen it is that what okay. I should be doing I don't know what I should be doing she said that is the application you you fill it out the way you know and I'm happy to look over it for you and I thought that's awesome that's, that's awesome so I sat down with my um, eldest daughter who's a Harvard grad graduate I, I figure that if someone's going to be able to help Got me some read brains through in the this family, jargon, yeah. she'll be able to help me. So we sat down together, Nina and I, and, and pulled together, because what you had to do is pull together the the history of the brand so that you had some class to say, yeah. hey, this is this is where I come from, that, that name is mine. So we did that, uh, submitted it, uh, that cost a little bit of money, but and like we had the support of the lawyer, which is fantastic, Melissa McGrath in Sydney, I've got to say, Good she was lawyer. awesome. Um, and so we, we applied and uh, funnily enough, uh, shortly after the application went through, we got contacted from her lawyer. Ah, okay. Saying, uh, hi, you know, you know we, uh, we're happy to sell the, the URL back. So we can, if you want to stop this case now, we're happy to sell the URL back. And I said, no way. I don't, I'm not buying it from you. Like you did wrong. I'm not actually gonna, I'm not going to make things easy for you now. Like you could have, you could have given it back to me back when I asked you yeah. and you, no one contacted me and you just kept going. And I, I had to live with it for three or four months trying to stop you and you, you weren't listening. And now that I've taken the proper legal action, <laughs> you wanna try and, and, and make me buy it of all things. And I said, no. So um, then they came back and said, I will give it to you for free then. And then I thought, oh, they really want to, they really don't want want this to go through. Yeah, they want to push under the carpet, can't Yeah, Yeah, and and so I went, I don't even want it for free. Like, I actually want to do this case. And admittedly, my uh, the lawyer... There's a bit of stubbornness coming through. Oh, totally, totally. And and my lawyer at the time, she was going, Shinsia, like, I know that you have a very good case, but you never know what happens with panelists and whether, you know, it's, I've seen things that should be totally yeah. right go wrong. So this is a risk you're taking to say, to say no, because I think maybe just take the URL and be done mm-hmm. with it and, and be fine. But, you know, my mind, I was going, if she had replied to me when I'd originally contacted her and was kind enough to mm-hmm. go, oh, I really, I had no idea, I'm sorry, which is what I would do if a brand contacted me and I had done that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's not okay. Yeah. It's actually, it's actually, I'm doing something wrong, sorry. The fact that she didn't reply to me and let me continue through this path and then I had to still pay to get the, the hearing. So I, I had to dish out money, which mm. I'd lost. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. get that back. And I thought, you know... So it wasn't technically a free website. You'd already paid. I'd already this. paid. Yeah. So to me, it's like, well, you know what? Yeah. Why not go ahead with it? You know, and I, there was something inside me said, if I don't win this, it's absolutely 
unbelievable. Because I've got... You can swear on the podcast. I I can, because I was going to say, it's fucked. (laughs) Like, how could it not be okay? Like, it's got to be. It's got to... I've got to win win it. It's my... It's my... I came up with a name. It's mine. How could... You were Hannah Rollin. You you were putting the hard yards in. (laughs) I'm... You know, the whole thing is, you know, even... And I'm... You know, you can imagine my kids, they were even more angry. Because they were like, Mum, they've seen me work. They were like... I've put blood, sweat and tears in this brand for nearly 10 years. They've seen me grow it up. They've been involved. Mm-hmm. They've had me on the phone with them going, please help me. I need you to, to write this submission or fix up. The, I need this grant. I need yeah. this money from here. You know, they've, they've all they've been, been it's been a strong family business. So to me, I'm like, I'm not, I'm just, this means something to me and I have to make sure that I follow it through. So... Luckily, we did hear just before Christmas that the the whole case went in my favour. So I was like, oh, thank God. And also, you know, I wanted to have that proof because I thought, well, if ever there's other, uh, if, you know, if there's ever other IP stuff mm. that, that that brand may, may sort of stand on or, or someone else, I've got some proof that, that this is... This is where it's come from, yeah. and this is who I am, and I've got the history there. And no one's, no one's been around with this name as long as I have, yeah. you know. So to me, it's like, it's all down on paper now. It's all done. So yeah, it's full on. I I do think that people starting out in business just do not mm. think about this. Well, we had this conversation on the phone a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Because I bought a website, but .com.au. And it was because I I didn't think bigger picture. I was just looking at the trees, not looking at the forest. That's and right. as soon as we finished, I was <laughs> yeah, I was like ah. buy it all. I was like buy it everything. I mean, I was, now yeah. I've literally bought smoothie with a Y, smoothie yeah, bomb with a okay, Y. Yeah. I've done different spelling. Yeah. I've bought it in different ways because you know it's not something that I would do, but it's it's competition it's and it's business. Yeah. People do it. So you've got to like have to think, you have to think that anything is possible and that you've got to protect your IP because it's really important. Because it's a small expense that people probably go, oh, I'll use that money elsewhere. But then in your case, I wouldn't like to think how many thousands and hours. It's time, hours, money, stress that you wouldn't think Mm -hmm. of when it could just be a click of a button at the start of the journey. So just to, for the people listening, like cyber squatting, it's a real thing. It's, yes. And it'll probably only grow as well with the, the e-commerce platform and Totally. It's grow, something so. brands really need yeah. to look out for. Yeah. You know, I see it. I still think a lot of brands don't realize that they need to, when they come up with an idea, when they come up with a brand name or a product name, that they need to... Do a Google search. Mm. It's not that hard. Do a Google search and see if it exists. Like, don't get a name that is really close to another name. Like, you can come up with something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you get... As soon as you get bigger, you're going to get into trouble. There's ways... Like, try and do something that is a little bit more unique with with your name. And, And if it is... Then buy it really quickly. Mm. Get in there and buy all the different ways that you can. Yeah. Because that'll protect you. You think it's nothing, and it really, at the time, it's 
they're, they're like $12. It's not much, is it? $14. Yeah. Now I have got smoothiebombs.com and yeah. I, I, you know, it costs me $14.95 a year to get it for the next five years. Yeah. I've just locked it down yeah. for five years. <laughs> Straight in. I'm just yeah. like, I'll pay Direct more. debit. Just, just give me it. all of it. <laughs> because now I've gone, oh, you know, it's rookie. It's a rookie mistake. But and I think a lot of people will get stuck there, especially now when, you know, before people had bricks and mortar stores and the website wasn't a big thing. Mm. Now the website is everything. Yeah, correct, yeah. It's everything. It's your brand, it's your identity, yeah. Yes. Incredible story. Um, I'm good that you had to go through that. To, yes. But you're on the other side. And how's business now? You... Before we hit record, like I'm surrounded by boxes. There's production yes. going off behind me. Yes. It seems like you're growing. You were so showing me a social media where people had like ten to twenty different tubes. Yes. So can you talk about have, kind of the growth and yeah. like online sales versus bricks and mortar sales? Because you're saying your e-commerce online is where the growth is. It's massive. Yeah. It's massive. It's actually. We started out, as I was mentioning to you, I thought that I was a health food shop mm. product. I thought I was a, a, a high-end because it was all certified organic. You know, I've gone to a lot of trouble to make it really healthy. There's, it's, it's a great product. And I thought, it's a little bit more expensive. We'll have it in health food shops. That's the way it'll work. And we went out to a lot of stores when we started out. I got out there and put it in lots of stores, lots of health food stores. And what I found was that it didn't have the knowledge behind it. It looked beautiful on the shelves, yeah. but people didn't know what it yeah, was. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They didn't know what, what it was. So I kind of almost prematurely jumped into stores first and then didn't think about online. And in the stores, it was slow. Yet my Instagram yeah. and my Facebook was big. And like, why aren't they buying it in stores? And really, it was mainly because I wasn't in enough really big accessible stores. If you're online, yep. I mean, if, you're, if you've got social media, people need to be able to walk down the street and find it. It needs to be everywhere. Yeah, okay, like yeah. You need to be in the big supermarkets if you're going to make that sort of splash without having your own mm -hmm. website. But we didn't know. So I just, I put, I got into all these stores. It was great. I think at the, at the peak we were in... You know, maybe 800 stores. Wow. Yeah. We were in a lot of stores. We were even in all of Chemist Warehouse for a while. Wow. So we were out there a lot. And we were doing quite well in yeah. places like Chemist Warehouse because <laughs> they were on every corner, yeah. right? But people still didn't know what they were. Yeah. And and that's because we, were, we weren't linking them. We weren't linking the online stuff to, to what we were doing, you know, in social me media and what was in store. So that was another really big learning curve for us. So what happened from there is that I, was, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to pull them back from stores and I'm just going to like really concentrate on doing our website right, really directing people. Such a cool website. To our yeah, website. Yeah, really cool website. Love, yeah. love the video. Like, yes, isn't it great? <laughs> and that's, you know, again, that was that thing that yeah. the competitors taught me. Like, you can't, no one can be me. Correct. I've got a very, we all have a unique selling point. So really push your unique selling point. And that's that's me and my daughter. Yeah. Like we that story is unique, the way yeah. it came up and your how daughter it... had the short story in that video though, didn't she? She yeah. did. <laughs> she did. I love that part, throwing the food at her. 
Um, so, you know, that, that was, we just, it just taught me that it was really important to work on brand. Mm -hmm. And then once I got that, I realized that, um, that the retail side in bricks and mortar wasn't going to be okay yet. I thought, get it going really well in my own platform. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I will move out again into stores. It's a big decision. That's a huge decision because once some people are happy just to go, they've got a chemist warehouse deal. That's yeah. I've made it, yeah. and I'll try and hold on to that as long as I can. But that's that's fascinating. But yeah. you know what we had, we did really well at Chemist Warehouse. Like our our um, revenue mm. looked great. Yeah. Okay. But in the end, what what we were making in what was left for yeah. us wasn't the same. Yeah. Whereas when you're doing it online, that margin is nice yeah, and correct. big for yeah. you. Which means then you can really spend the time in providing great customer service, which is what we pride ourselves yeah. in. Like we're really, really available to all our customers. Like you saw in that in that. That's um, fantastic because you're doing handwritten a, notes. Uh, yeah, we have yeah, handwritten notes. Beautiful. We also have a, a Facebook group called the Smoothie Bomb Squad, and you know people can come in there and we talk to all of them. They, they can they know us we yeah. do videos every day they know who who we are they feel connected to us and I think that's what a brand is in in this time mm. and age right it's changed right. It's, and this is where the big the big companies are, are just static they're too they can't sport. do they, it they can't do it and they it's don't have the whether it's the creativity or whether it's the the amount of hurdles the agility that they have. to Correct. move around but also, you know, we we don't finish work at four, five o'clock. Mm, that yeah. big companies they finish work at five. They go home. They have a life. They get back. We are available and and there for our customer yeah. all the time. Well, we're here in the uh, in the evening now, so yeah. yeah, you're not switched off. And no, we are constantly are there. And if we get an email at eleven o'clock at night, we'll look at it and go, you know what, that warrants a reply yeah, okay. now. I'm just, just going to say, hey, you know what, mm. you know, if you're looking for that type of milk, you can go, like sometimes it's a quick, it's a simple reply. Yeah. And it's that extra mile that you go with your customers that make them love you. And, you know, you're building a brand. So they know that, why shouldn't they know that you are passionate about yeah. what you, you do? They connect then. Like to me, it makes sense. And... The, the amount of people I speak to and even the stuff that I do for my full-time job and just conversations. People like yourself, brands like yourself, people are, are believing, like they, they believe, they belong, they, they, yeah. they've, they, they, they've been part of your growth. Whereas, You've got to be connecting with them. I don't know, like a brand that my mum and dad would have grown up with. It's just, it's probably been bought out four times. Yeah, and there's no, no way they, the they would know who the owner no is. No one knows the owner, so it's That's right, it's whereas now, yeah. there's so much noise. There's so much, there's, you know, sell, 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 buy, buy, buy. Mm. There's all that going on. The only way people are going to connect to you is if you're being there and mm. real for them so, to yeah. see you. And I think, you know, my customers are me, in fact. They're mums mm. that have brought up kids or they're, they're time poor. And they are, when they look at me, I'm not pretending to be this kind of gym junkie, health food pushing, um, you know, uh, at, 
not real sort of person. They, they can see me. I'm, I, I tell them when I have trouble, yeah, like okay. I'm, I struggle with some things. Yeah. I'm I'm a nutritionist, but I still go. Hey, you know what? Sometimes it's really delicious to have an ice cream. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm real, yeah. Yeah. and so they can connect to me and go. She's someone that I can I relate to. I can relate yeah. to, and yet they know that I I have the information <laughs> and that I've got that expertise to to help them as well. Fantastic. So there's it, there's a lot. It's it's a know, grace that is hundred percent agreed in that, and that's. The way I see kind of yeah brands and movement like the the big guys ha- have to do something different, but hopefully yeah. not too much because then it allows you to to step in and take the limelight that's that's well deserved and uh, exactly you know I worry about bricks and mortar those small family businesses mm. in bricks and mortar stores because I think they a lot of them aren't getting the fact that they do have to rise up yeah. a little bit. They need to get that customer service better too. Like the, the small stores that have got good customer mm-hmm. service are not in trouble. Yeah. It's the ones that have not thought about that and aren't doing things mm. online. They really, and I feel sorry for them because there are like there are old mum and dad yeah. businesses that this is, this is going way too fast. <laughs> And they don't get it. Not correct. Yeah. And like, who, how they... They think it's a trend. Yeah. Where do they yeah. go for help? They just, they don't get it. They don't want to know about it. They think it's going to, it's a trend. Yeah. It's, they're going to get through it. And you know what? It's not a trend. Mm. This is, this is only going to get more complicated. And it, it will drop them all out, out yeah. of the, the picture. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's really exciting times yeah. for business. And it's gonna it's gonna really change the face of the way business is. I think there's gonna be a lot of changes in terms of what we're gonna be seeing, especially. If you, can you imagine, like in the next ten years? I, it's the stuff that I read and the people that I speak to. I've actually got a lunch next week with a futurist, food futurist. Amazing. And the stuff that he says would make would make the average person just go <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Whereas I go. Yeah, that makes sense. That's exciting. I, I, I just go, I don't know how they will do it, but there's cleverer people in the world that are putting the pieces together and personalised DNA yeah. testing kits and delivery straight to your door of like nutrients that are just tailored to your needs, needs and what's and going DNA. on. Yeah. I'm going, it's happening. I don't know how it will happen, but it's uh, like, you look at it now with what happened in the last decade to Absolutely. what's going to happen in this decade. You're, I can't wait, well I, I don't want it to go too quick, but when you get to 2030 and they do that review of the, the, the last decade. Yeah, and, and what go, is going, Jesus, how it's gone. Like, I had an iPhone 11 and look what I've got now. And it's yeah. like, and we think iPhone 11s are the like, amazing, amazing and line. now who knows what's going Correct, on. So. See, that, that stuff really excites me. Mm. That's why I'm in business, mm. I think. And, you know, I, I didn't plan to get into business. I actually... I, what's really funny is that I'm really, I'm made for business, but, but really I grew up in my family business watching my mum and dad work old school way, yeah, okay. work really hard. And I remember thinking, that's not what I'm going to do in life. I just went towards, I actually went towards music. I was rock and roll, playing in bands. <laughs> like I was like, no rules, yeah. no, like I just saw how hard some people worked. Mm-hmm. I never went through the, the whole, um, you know, get a get that type of job and, and, and save money to buy a house and 
that was not what I wanted. I was just like, you know what, I'm just here to experience life. Fantastic. And then, you know, come, I was in my mid-30s and I, um, you know, my marriage broke down <laughs> and I, I had two kids and I'm like, okay, now I'm going to have to like, <laughs> Shit, yeah. what am I going to do? Yeah. And I knew I had I had fire yeah. in, in me to, to do something, but I had young kids, so I had to kind of get through that process and as soon as they were old enough, I thought, right, okay, what do I want? Well, how am I going to make something work? And that's why I went back to uni because food and nutrition mm. was always a passion. But, you know, it wasn't until I kind of took a step back and thought I could actually produce something that is going to be even more effective than me doing one-on-one one consultations on one. as a nutritionist. It's fantastic, yeah. Because that's you know? how I've got in the food world. Because yeah. I'm a nutritionist as well. See, there you go. And, and you do it and you, you kind of go, you're helping, but it's the same thing. Wouldn't it be great if you could kind of really change yeah. their life? And I'm, I'm seeing it happen when people post on Imagine in the that, group yeah. saying, I, I, I kid you not, they say to me, you have changed my life. These things, I'm, I'm using them every day. I love it. I can't believe how good I feel. And I'm just like, like it's incredible yeah. to know that you've done that. And it's, it's just a product. But all it means is that they feel like this little step, this little step, I'm not saying change your whole life. You know what? Replace your breakfast with this to start with or replace lunch with this. <laughs> replace one small little thing and slowly things will start to change. Yeah. And that's all I try and say to them. You can't you don't need to become this, you know, gym junkie wearing um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. active wear, yeah. you know, it, it, all that marketing is towards a certain age group and a certain looking person. It's not even realistic. And it is. and 95% of people don't look like that. Correct. And they don't relate to that. And the ones that do look like that are not very happy. No, uh, they're yeah. not very happy. <laughs> exactly. Not, yeah. So this is it. So it's like, you know, I got, I, I'm, I just think it's really exciting times. I think it's amazing that now people can just speak their minds and be real. Like I've always been like that. I've always gotten myself in trouble because of that. But now... That doesn't surprise me. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> but now it's like... That's what people want. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I'm in my, I'm in my zone. I love it. It's I love beautiful. it. <laughs> uh, all I'm going to say, because we'll finish up, because I think that was fantastic to finish on. People probably already know what the brand's called and where to find them, but please, like, for one okay. last time, where, which website, even though it's probably smoothie with double O, triple O, <laughs> quadruple O with a Y, well, where's the best place for people is... to buy your product? Okay, the best way to do it is say smoothiebombs.com. Perfect. Easy. Simple or you can that. do you can even do nutritiondarling.com now. It goes there. Uh, no, you can yeah, <laughs> no, 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 don't, yeah, don't yeah, do that. A lawsuit. Just go yeah. smoothiebombs.com. Perfect. And so, you're all over Instagram. I highly recommend over. watching the video on the website. It's it's raw, it's funny. It just shows I I think it gives a true representation of what the brand's about and Absolutely. even your jerk like even before knowing you, I was watching the video. And I was going, this looks like a fun brand. It looks healthy. And you can see the passion between, yeah, like it's a, a There's a lot daughter. going on. And yeah, we do. We are. The dynamic is great. And, yeah, we're doing a new website soon, which is going to be even uh, yeah. more exciting. Beautiful. And even watch Meet the Team because yes. how you've done that is is fantastic. So, yeah, I let people go and click on, buy the product, 
Uh, I want to try the coffee one, so I'm going to try and steal the tube. (laughs) And thank you very much for your company. No worries. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you.